Hello, and welcome to Leading Inspired Learning, a Strive podcast. So, welcome to Leading Inspired Learning, the podcast. Today, I am so excited to welcome Sube Shard. Um, she works here. We are recording from Family Center Westmount today. It is the Traveling Podcast Roadshow. Um, and uh, Sue is a family resource support and community connector here at Family Center Westmount. Mm-hmm. And we also have Kirsty Cheese joining us. She is the Community Connector System Coordinator. Um, Kirsty is housed out of our offices, well, not our offices, but the same offices as Strive at Just Child down Reach. The hall. So we get to connect on the regular, and I'm very, very fortunate for that relationship that we have. So today we're going to talk all things connection, community connection, yes. the family mm-hmm. center system. Um, we were just chatting and re- realized that not all of our um, potential listeners here on the podcast may know about the family center system. Um, Kirsten, do you want to share a little bit about what the family centers are? The family centers are, I think, one of London's best kept secrets. Mm-hmm. Um, those who know about them are lucky to know about them. They're, their lives are just that much more rich. The family centers are spaces in the community designed for families. And that can be families with young children, that can be families um, with youth, that can be any makeup of family, um, however a group of people define it. And it's a place where families can come for free, high-quality programs, um, such as our early-on programs, mm-hmm. drop-in. Um, and they can get access to different supports through fantastic individuals like Sue, who are, who are our community connectors across the system. Mm-hmm. So it starts with programs and wonderful events that are happening, um, but it can grow into so much more. Yeah. And the community connectors are at every family center. Every single family and center. And there are? We have eight, eight family centers. Currently all across operating. London. Yes. And these family centers are housed in buildings that are connected to usually um, a school or and or a child care center. So it's really a kind of a community hub. It is. It is a community hub. Yeah. We um, call it a one-stop shop. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You're accessing the one door and the community connectors are the key. They're the key. They're the key. Oh, that's a nice little analogy. <laughs> I haven't heard that one. I'm a little biased. You're going to hear that. Yeah. Well, our entire community is is fortunate, and we all are biased because we are all benefiting from yes. um, these services that exist. You guys have really unique roles. Mm-hmm. Um, Sue, you are as a community connector, you work directly with the families who enter these doors. Absolutely. So my uh, role here at the Family Center is that family resource support. Um, So I am actually um, with London Children's Connection. Mm -hmm. That's my employer. Um, But we do get our funding through the Ontario government, which then filters down to the city, Mm -hmm. which then filters to London Children's Connection. So that's kind of how um, my role here as as being hired by um, as a community connector and family resource support and I do anything from early on playgroups but uh, my main role is definitely uh, making those connections with families either by email by telephone uh, in person out in the community I I tend to go out as well Um, 
and also, you know, taking on those 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 questions that families might have, but also uh, kind of digging um, into um, some of those conversations a yeah. little bit deeper. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's awesome. And are all community connectors ECEs or registered ECEs? Not all. Not all. No. The majority, I would yeah. say. Um, and we have the benefit for each family center of having a lead agency who takes on yes. the day-to-day responsibilities. Mm-hmm. So it, it is a natural fit for many of, mm-hmm. of those agencies that the staff are largely from the early childhood sector. Um, but we do have uh, folks coming from different backgrounds, yeah. and, and that's mm-hmm. one of the Adds things to the that richness. it absolutely does. Yes. Yeah, and for myself, like at Family Center Westmount, um, London Children's Connection is the lead, mm-hmm. uh, but we're also the lead at um, uh, Family Center Fanshawe mm-hmm. and co-lead at uh, Family Center White Oaks. So, right. Yeah, so um, from my perspective, we have a lot of, of early years, but yes. for sure, Kirsty's correct that they come from all different Yeah, because I, I often think <clears throat> that early childhood educators, either currently registered or becoming, um, might not know that this is a, a career opportunity mm-hmm. for them. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes when folks are in school or looking into this profession, it's childcare or kindergarten, and they don't realize that this is is also a career opportunity. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, a really unique one. Mm-hmm. At that, for sure. And yeah. I think I never would have thought that I would land in this position, in yeah. this role. And I have been in it for fifteen years, and I love every minute of it. So it's incredible. Um, you know, previously, yes, when I when I graduated from um, college as an ECE, yeah. um, I worked in childcare, yeah. and uh, that was kind of my only options at that point is is childcare or school age, mm-hmm. um, or licensed home care was mm-hmm. was around, mm-hmm. but um, family centers and even the OEYCs as what they were used to be called yes. yeah. weren't <laughs> in existence. Yeah. They weren't in existence yet. So, mm-hmm. yeah, how far we've come. We've come a long way. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's incredible. We're so, so lucky. Kirsty, your role is also unique. Yes, it is. You aren't located at a family center. You support all community connectors. That's true. Um, this is, it is such a, a unique role. Um, it was launched, oh my goodness, seven years ago. Wow. Yeah, and I'm, I'm lucky to have been in this role since it began. And I remember them saying, you're going to be building the bridge as you walk across it. I still feel like we're still putting some of those bricks yep. in place, that's for sure. Yep. Yeah. Um, but we're definitely at a point where we're learning so much more as a system of connectors. So um, it is really a unique role, as mm-hmm. you said, uh, one that I feel very privileged to work in. Mm-hmm. Um, I do not come from a, an ECE background. Uh, but I think of myself s- as an aficionado. You've been submersed <laughs> in it because you were at the Children's been, Museum. And I was, yes. Yeah, yeah I've, I've been working around children yes. uh, most of my career. And it was it was just a natural fit, mm-hmm. um, such a uh, opportunity, and I've learned so much from all the professionals that I've worked with over this time. Yeah, all the initiatives we've been able to work on together. Mm-hmm. I feel like we wouldn't be where we are today without Kirsty's ability to connect the Aww. entire system together My as characters. <laughs> but it's true. Like I'm I wouldn't be able to do the job here at Family Center Westmount if I didn't have those connections with um, citywide connectors mm-hmm. yeah. all over the city. And we are connected. They're kind of co-workers if you if you will. Yeah. Um, You're colleagues. We're colleagues, yeah. but in yeah. uh, you know, we just happen to work in different um, locations. Yeah. So and potentially for different lead agencies. Mm-hmm. It really unites yeah. these yeah. agencies as well. Absolutely. 
I feel like connection or connector or connected is something I say multiple times a day. <laughs> and that's really because a large part of my role is, is getting all these folks who are working across the city working together. Mm-hmm. Um, when I came on board, we had four family centers and everybody was working really well at their location mm-hmm. and knew what they were doing, but it was a you know, bit siloed, a little bit siloed. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of breaking those silos. And, you know, once you break down that door, you can't stop them now. Yeah. Um, they're just really running ahead. And, and the way that everybody works together across the system, family could walk into family center Westmount mm-hmm. with a need yeah. that maybe Sue doesn't know how to approach just yet. And through a private online forum that we are all members of, yeah. they're able to put out that question. And we've got the brain power activated right. across yes. the system yeah. um, to, to try to, to meet that need yeah. in the community. Because it would be virtually impossible for one person to have every single answer for a family. Absolutely. You never know what you that don't. need's going to no. be. No, and that's a really good point. I learn something new every single week mm-hmm. still. I yeah. still learn every single week different things that I didn't know so mm-hmm. not one one person knows all of that information no. in their head so to have a system it's it's a beautiful thing and it's constantly evolving the service providers we work with are always adapting and changing yeah. to meet new needs so it's important for us to keep on top of how they're offering for sure mm-hmm. all of these services yeah because as their sure programs that. change mm-hmm. it affects you guys how we make role. those yeah. referrals right yeah so what do you love most about what you do? I'll ask you both. What don't we love? I yeah, love everything about question. it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think, again, I like I said, I learn something new every single week. Mm-hmm. Service providers, community partners change their services often. Yeah. And to keep on top of that is, it's really hard. So it's as simple as knowing where to look for that information right. to get the right answer. And I feel a little bit, it's, it's kind of, you know, you get to investigate a little bit, but also know that there's other people out there that can help support you in mm-hmm. that information and mm-hmm. referral. Mm-hmm. And no story is the same. Ev- right. Everyone has yeah. a story when they walk in. And um, I think what keeps me um, motivated and mm-hmm. passionate from what, for what I do is that it is all different. And each person is an individual. And... Um, there's never a right or wrong answer. You just right. try and find the right path to, mm-hmm. to send them. Mm-hmm. I'd have to say it's the people yeah. and the passion. Yeah. It, I, I think you can hear it. You hear Sue talking oh, yeah. about it, and you, you hear the passion. And I love you know going to talk to connectors across the system and getting to hear their experiences because I don't always get to be front line. Right? Mm-hmm. I'm much more a behind-the-scenes person, but... I get to live vicariously through these people who are helping families and I get to hear their stories and it's truly special. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, And I love the stats, um, but I don't (laughs) love the stats. (laughs) The stats are obviously just a number, but I feel like the, the quality of the stat, Mm -hmm. right? It's that quantitative quantitative versus qualitative. qualitative. Yep. And, um, I feel like our system has done a really good job, um, thanks to Kirsty, with, you know, getting those meaningful connections written down so that we can prove that mm-hmm. this is actually what's happening yeah. um, at the centers. Instead of a check mark and saying, "Okay, we did a referral today for yeah. this and this and this um, organization," what's you know what's the story behind um, behind those check marks? Because mm-hmm. 
it's not always just a check mark. It's, no. it's a check mark plus maybe um, 45 minute conversation with a yeah. family and um, giving them some information that is much needed. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's interesting because I'm not a numbers person. I'm immersed in the stats right now. Yeah. And so I know I can say um, that we had in, across our system over 3,600 referrals were made last year. And those are just the ones that were documented because mm-hmm. yeah. we know how busy um, the centers get. And, you know, sometimes those conversations don't always get documented. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is part of the story. You get a sense of the volume right. in that way. But it, it is, it's truly the story. Like Sue was saying, our meaningful connections that we share or those impact stories that, that really put a face what those referrals what those numbers are, are yeah okay so you've mentioned impact stories mm-hmm. <laughs> lay one on me oh sue <laughs> well um i think again coming from that early years background we tend to make those relationships with those families that have young children course, yeah. and i think that's obviously um, what comes here at family center westmont every single day we have those early on drop-in play groups um and you know we get asked daily uh parenting questions um you know, child development questions, um, things like that. Um, You know, through our COVID, we have a lot of, we call them the COVID babies right now, which are, you know, those two and three-year-olds that are are starting to get ready and think about going to school. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So um, a lot of conversations around parenting for sure. Mm -hmm. And, you know, during COVID, we were out outside and at parks and things like that where it was safe to do mm-hmm. so. And, um, you know, one of these impactful stories to me was uh, this mom had a little guy um, and we had built a relationship during COVID. We were outside of parks and uh, when we came indoors, she had gone back to work, so I hadn't seen her for a little while. Mm-hmm. And then she showed, um, she showed up a few months later, um, few months ago with um, a newborn baby so she now has has two children so she's been attending our groups um, and then I hadn't seen her for a little bit and uh, she walked in um, to our family center a few weeks ago and uh, was getting one of our kits Uh, we make virtual kits right now and uh, she just took one look at me and um, said I'm not doing okay Mm. so you know, after having built that relationship with her For and years. she kind of, yeah. you know, walked in and, and she saw me, there wasn't any conversation. It's yeah. just, she started that with, I'm not doing okay. Yeah. I have goosebumps. How brave of her to do So that. brave. Yeah. So brave. And, and a testament to the relationship. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, you know, when somebody um, gives you that kind of information, mm-hmm. you want to make sure they're okay. And, you know, she had really good supports at home. I made sure she had some good supports. Um, she had reached out to her family doctor for, for some supports mm-hmm. and just encouraged her to come back um, and, uh, you know, come to an early years play group yeah. and uh, we can sit down and, and chat or come in on her own if, if that's what, yeah. what worked for her, just so she knew that she wasn't alone. Yeah. And, um, you know, you don't, again, everyone has their own stories, yeah. right? And whether that be um, after delivering a baby and, and that postpartum, Mm-hmm. Um, we, we've, we've seen that uh, firsthand here. Yeah. And again, with, with COVID, yeah. um, a lot of our well baby clinics, you know, shut down yeah. and we're just doing, uh, they were doing home visits. So some sports have changed over, over the last few years, but now with, um, you know, having that, that parenting component, if it's a bit over, um, you know, the specialties of what we can offer, mm-hmm. we have, we're lucky that we have the, the care mm-hmm. and pair clinics through Vanny Children's Services. Right. So we're doing, um, you know, 
those meaningful connections are always we're making those connections yeah. with those those social workers and counselors for sure. Um, but so that mom's story is kind of one example of yeah. of some of the the connections we're doing here. Yeah. Um, Last week we had a really um, tough situation where uh, we work really closely with our community partners. Yep. Um, Ontario Works actually um, is just at the mall. And right across the street. Right across the street. Yep. And that staff knew enough to call us and asked uh, for some supports because oh, she needed help with a family that she was working virtually that day and mm. they were actually at the offices. Can I send them across the street to, right. to the family center? Of course I said, sure, um, send them over. And uh, it was one of those situations that, you know, that family actually had no home to go Mm. to that night. Mm -hmm. And they had two children with them that were um, very gracious and Mm. lovely. Lovely kids. Very. And um, so I sat with mom and dad. And uh, if I didn't have the background of that that connection piece, Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if I knew where to start. Yeah. Happened to be a Monday when... The settlement workers um, in libraries weren't working that day, so it was a lot of digging and a lot of phone calls. Um, So I guess that meaning impactful situation for me was, again, what makes me so passionate about Mm -hmm. helping families each and every day here. Yeah. Yeah. So. And it's sometimes situations where they are more of a crisis, like I have nowhere to sleep tonight, Mm -hmm. and it's sometimes more of an ongoing. Yes. Build up. And to ask for help because yeah. that, like you said, with the first mom that she was talking about, how brave you have to be to yeah. even say, I'm not okay. Mm-hmm. And it's the build up to that. So yes. you're not only open and welcoming to families that you've never met before coming in mm-hmm. saying, I have nowhere to sleep tonight, I need yeah. help, yeah, right. but also that continual. That's connection. a great point, really good point. Sometimes you have to be ready to be on the ball and know the yeah. answers. Um, and again, you don't always have to know the answer right, right away. Like it's okay to just take that time and filter through all yep. that information that you know is in there and yeah. around me. And like Kirsty said, you know, we have that online forum that we can yep. reach out to other uh, partners and connectors and you Our know, team members, a and team members, and and get the answer. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. for sure. And sometimes those relationships are very quick very quick they come yeah. in and they come out of the family center and others are years in the making yeah so. mm-hmm. that's a beautiful thing mm-hmm. how fortunate this community is to have a place to go to absolutely to help you with that because yes. i wouldn't know where to start no you can and spend a day with me and i'll teach I would you love to spend a day with you oh my goodness oh wow that's incredible um sue did your your rece background help because this is really unique mm-hmm. um and I, we weren't taught this in school mm-hmm. at no. Bancha, how how to make <laughs> these type of connections what parts of your ec have really helped with this mm-hmm. role i think definitely when i think back to the courses i took um in college mm-hmm. um definitely psychology mm-hmm. um i remember doing the child abuse course yes. and really um there, there definitely was tons of education that was in my early childhood education diploma that prepared me for this role. Yeah. Um, so I feel I felt very confident when, again, as Kirsty said, we are building that bridge. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, when this community connector role came into being, um, I was told that my role is going to be looked at very, very closely. 
And it was nerve-wracking because yeah. I'm not quite, I didn't quite sure, I wasn't understanding exactly what that meant. It was new at the time. Yeah. It was new at the time. Um, I was obviously in the early years um, doing play groups. I was already talking about parenting. So I felt very prepared in that sense. Um, but I believe as Kirstie's come on board the last seven years that it's been, um, you know, that ongoing PL, like mm-hmm. that professional development that we have been offered. We did a ton of field trips before COVID where we would yeah. go to the organization and walk through the building and actually see those services. Um, I'm a visual learner, mm-hmm. so that for me was um, impactful so that I could understand what it was I'm referring to. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, and having mental health first aid training yeah. is also really um, key to this role because um, people are coming in and sometimes they're not okay mm-hmm. and you have to know how to deal with that situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we do a lot here at the Family Center with, um, I don't want to say humor, but we we have yeah. to keep things light because... Yeah. Yeah. It's heavy otherwise. Sometimes, exactly. some days are heavy. Yeah. yeah. And uh, we have a, I have a really good team here that uh, yeah. is really good about um, bringing things back down to a nice non-stressful level yeah. um, to, you know, as we, we move through our days. Yeah. So humor is part of self-care. I, well, I was in yeah. that. I'm going to throw a curveball question at you that I didn't put on the notes, <gasps> but okay. we know in all earlier settings that compassion fatigue is real. We mm-hmm. see a lot of things that hurt your heart sometimes. Yes. And, and so how do you, how do you keep coming back every day with a smile on your face? How, mm-hmm. what self-care do you use to um, support your own well-being mm-hmm. so that you can best support the family's well-being? That's a good, really good question. Um, and again, I'm going to go back to that system. The Community Connector system um, is wonderful. So again, I do a lot. Writing out those meaningful connections helps me process yeah. some of the things that happen. Kirstie's a really great person to call if mm-hmm. I've had a really rough day. Mm-hmm. Um, my team here at the Family Center, again, um, they know they know me well enough yeah. and they know the look on my face when I just need some time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and you know, processing those situations with my team is very helpful. Yeah. Um, I f- I'm not an introvert, so I mm-hmm. if talking about it helps me yeah. deal with it. Then that's that's what, what do. I do, yeah. right? And sometimes just going for a walk mm. to de uh, compress decompress some of those those situations that have happened. And uh, um, I was with Kirstie last Friday afternoon, mm-hmm. and it took me about a 30 minute drive to go to a different family center. <laughs> and I said to her, I just turned the radio off when I drove over here, and I just breathed because. Yeah. Um, you know, it was it was uh, happening week, and there was lots that had happened, and I knew for myself that I just needed some time to, some quiet time to yeah. be able to process things. So, yeah. yeah, it's that's a great question, and compassion fatigue is real, and uh, um, again, we have some great, uh, you know, a team here, but also yeah. in the system that we can can talk about it. Yeah, I know, Kirsty, you've done a lot of work um, to support the community connectors as a whole with mm-hmm. their self care and well being mm-hmm. over the years as well. Yeah, it's, it's something that, you know, we have to embed in our own practice right. because it's something that's so unique to each of us mm-hmm. that we have to find our own way of managing. Mm-hmm. You know, what works for Sue might not necessarily work for me. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so each person needs to explore that. And that's why, mm-hmm. you know, we utilize our professional learning. We've mm-hmm. offered some different workshops over time. Um, we're, they're always encouraged to take part in Strive events 
because you do a wonderful job thank with you, that. Thank you. A little applause. Thank you. Um, but looking for all those different opportunities mm -hmm. for to, to find ways to explore it. Yeah. And um, make sure, be, because you can't take care of others if you don't take care of yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. That pour from an empty cup analogy, Exactly. Right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's so important. Why um, is it so essential? You've, you've referred to the online portal and, and the connection that the system has. Why is that so essential to the success of the family centers? Because one person can't do it alone. Mm -hmm. um, like, I can't imagine Sue carrying the weight of oh, all gosh. of these stories. You know, you've heard no. the stories. Yeah. Um, and it's really great to have that team support. So not only this wonderful team who's here at Westmount, but feeling supported by the staff who are at multiple sites across the city, um, because we're all walking around with little nuggets mm -hmm. of knowledge mm -hmm. in our brains. Yeah, um, we've all lived different life experiences. Exactly. Right? Yeah. You know, we we bring to uh, the job what we've what we've walked in mm -hmm. life, and so you know there are things that I can speak to. Um, yeah. That can really help. It's an analogy areas. of two heads are better than one. Exactly. <laughs> but exactly. This is many yeah. heads. Are many many heads. heads. Yes. Yeah. So we're we're stronger together because right. we're able to utilize um, other people and their mm -hmm. experiences yeah. and their knowledge and skill yeah. uh, to better resource the families that we're working with. And you've created a bit of a curriculum mm -hmm. as a place to start for the community connectors when, mm -hmm. when they're on board. It right. Yeah. There was um, when I came on board. There was a pilot of the curriculum that had been done, oh, a couple of years mm -hmm. before that. And that was part of my job was to to take that and shape it into what we needed at the time. Mm -hmm. And so we've been evolving that. We launched it, I say we, um, I th I'm one person in the role, um, but there are multiple people who yes. had their fingers in this, Sue being one of them, as one of the co-facilitators. Mm -hmm. um, but the intent behind this is to provide that foundation so that we're all speaking um, the same language. Right. Uh, when we're talking about connecting. So every connector comes through the system, everybody on their team um, goes through this. Right. And we talk about different approaches and different ways of, of supporting families, you know, very much that strengths-based approach. We get mm -hmm. some tips on how to do online resourcing with mm -hmm. the Southwest yeah. Health Yeah, where line. to look. It's fantastic. Yeah. If you haven't seen that website, check it out. So yeah, we can, we can link it in the description oh, of yeah. our podcast. <laughs> So that's one of the resources that we utilize. Oh, we'll have to make sure that you link familyinfo.ca yes, to find yes, all our family centers of too. All of our calendars, all our contact information. Um, yeah, so it, it's a, a way of making sure that you know we're all a little bit more prepared. And yeah. we just finished a session on mm -hmm. Friday. That's why Sue and I were together. And um, you know, one of the things that we share with with the group is if you take we hope you take away a lot. Of and, course. You know, it, it's a lot of information you've had, and it's the way that we're looking, we're talking about it um, in terms of that, how we're working with families, but you're not in this alone, right? Mm -hmm. And I think that's one of the things that we, we've talked about. We've actually adapted that curriculum, um, and in partnership with Strive, yes. we've shared a workshop um, specifically for early childhood educators, and uh, I think that's really what we, the essence of, behind why we did that, why mm -hmm. we've offered that, is so that uh, those in the profession know that they're not alone. Right, you absolutely. Know. Any child care center can reach out to any family center mm -hmm. in the city and get that support um, if they're struggling with a family that 
you know, they don't know the answer to the questions. Yeah. And uh, that's the kind of the uniqueness of, of our roles here is that we are open to families, but also professionals that yeah. want to reach out. So, yeah. Well, and how incredible that any early years professional across London mm-hmm. could pick up a phone or shoot an email quick mm-hmm. and have that key to the door yes. Yes. Um, for helping that family because. Mm-hmm. Um, it's if you haven't been through the community connector for our earlier professionals session that we've offered in the past or plan to hopefully continue hopefully, offering yes <laughs> um, or if you're not aware it's it's overwhelming because mm-hmm. there's so you know a quick Google search and you're overwhelmed yes mm-hmm. um, so to tap into a professional that can help you hone in on it mm-hmm. and use resources that are tried and true yes. that we know are reliable that we can continue to mm-hmm. continue refer to um, like it's just an, a beautiful thing mm-hmm. yeah. and really if we don't is. know the answers we're going to do we're going to go find our system yep find yeah mm-hmm. amazing so we talked about your own well-being as community connectors how does the system and how does a community connector really support the children and the family's well-being? You mentioned a resource kit. You referred to that mom. Absolutely. So what types of things are available to support that Just well-being? To the, for the well-being of mm-hmm. the children whole family. Children and families, yeah. I, I feel like our whole team here um, does that um, really, really well. Um, during our play groups, you know, having those conversations with the whole family, yeah. um, listening to those children that might, uh, there might be some needs there, um, you know, offering um, some suggestions and, um, you know, even asking those families, what kind of programs do you think, feel like you need mm-hmm. at this time? Um, mental health is on the front of my mind because, mm-hmm. um, you know, there's, there has, has been a lot of struggles with those children that are, um, have a lot of anxiety that mm-hmm. have been at home for a few years haven't been in child care uh, you know so we've been adapting some of our programming to uh, geared to that three to six year olds um, getting ready for school mm-hmm. um, and filling those uh, programs with um, well-being we call them I'm, I'm yeah. awesome mm-hmm. uh, is one of our programs um, but um, we've been focusing on um, you know that social piece for those children and just teaching them about their feelings. So mm-hmm. really listening to those families and seeing what those needs are. Um, we just recently uh, moved our infant uh, group indoors. We were doing like a sort of like a stroller yeah. walk. Um, and we asked, uh, you know, we didn't have a lot of uh, participants and we asked the ones that the moms that were coming, um, what is it that you want to see? Mm-hmm. And they're like, you know what, let's just do it indoors for now. Cause right. it's, it's winter time. And, yeah. and, uh, like we're bursting at the seams oh, wow. the last two weeks. So obviously that's the need of that community. Right. They, they want to be inside and they want to be connecting with other moms face to face rather than walking. They want to. And so that's kind of a realization of listening to that families yeah. and seeing what their needs are. And um, it, it's, it's just, I think that's kind of how we have been adapting to that. Yeah. The kind of have of to pivot thing. as you, the community Absolutely. changes and evolves and as the needs evolve. Mm-hmm. 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 That's one of the wonderful things about the family centers is that it's not just a set schedule. Right. Um, they're all so adaptable mm-hmm. um, to the needs of the family. So, you know, if this play group isn't meeting a lot of needs, they're going to adapt and right. shift yeah. and, and constantly evolve mm-hmm. to meet the families where they're at. And it's not just a nine to five type program. You know, you have some evenings that yes. are available, some weekends. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So to meet different work schedules of families exactly that need is there too mm-hmm. yeah yeah 
And if you check on Family Info, you can see who's open. Linked in bio. <laughs> yes. And Saturdays. We're open Saturdays, Saturdays too, once, yes. once a month. On That's a rotating awesome. schedule, yes. That's incredible. Okay. Is there any other final thoughts regarding your roles, the Community Connector system, the Family Center system, that you think the early years professionals listening would like to know? Allie, we could talk all day. We I could. know. We really could. <laughs> and I think, I think my, what I really want to get um, out there, too, is just, you know, years ago, um, the system was chaotic. It was mm-hmm. really, um, before family centers existed, the the needs of those families were, the families were going to 20 different doors to find these those answers. Yeah. So I just really um, want to reiterate the fact that as a family center, we're hopefully reducing that story time or that storytelling yeah. of that family. And, um, you know, we've kind of taken that on as a community connector in order to uh, get those answers for those families mm-hmm. in one spot or yeah. in their neighborhood. Yeah, and we've, we've talked about that, I, I think, as a system as a whole of, of, you're right, the chaos of, oh, you know, we don't have the answer here. Go there and tell yeah. your story, family. And yeah. Go there and tell your story. Yeah. and how exhausting and emotionally Very. overwhelming that would be for yes. families. So the hope is that this door to the family center means they have to tell their story less times. Exactly. Yeah. Which is such a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You do incredible work. Thanks. You do. <laughs> you both do. You do too. We do. <laughs> okay, you want to play a quick game? Sure. Sure. Okay, it's a rapid fire game. We've been playing it on all of our podcasts. Okay. And so you can... Um, just say the first thing that comes to your mind. You can explain or not explain. That's okay. Um, but the first thing that comes to your mind. So your favorite children's book. Monster at the end of this book. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Brown Can Moo, Can You? By Dr. Seuss. <laughs> oh, that's a great one. <laughs> okay, favorite age group to work with. Toddlers. Everyone's saying toddlers lately. <laughs> that's so funny. Uh, I... I grow with my children because I don't work directly with children. So I'm, I'm, oh, I'm And your twins pre-teen. are? 11. 11. Going on. Teenagers. Yes. <laughs> uh, favorite professional learning you've attended? It doesn't have to be a strive one. Mm. <laughs> Understanding trauma. Mm. Oh, that's Anova. what I was going to say. <laughs> okay, if I have to pick another one, I would say the mental health first aid training. Mm-hmm. Okay. was definitely a key for really impactful. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, favorite ice cream flavor? Black raspberry bugaboo. What? Mm-hmm. Check it out. I've never tried that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, peanut butter ice cream. Yeah, me too. <laughs> peanut butter chocolate. Oh, oh so good. Yeah. Especially the haagen when you're oh really God. wanting to splurge. Yes. Ooh. Delish. Delish. <laughs> um, other than this podcast, what's your favorite podcast? Renee Brown. I do love her. Yeah. But I really like the murder shows. You're a bit of a true crime junkie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A little bit. There's a lot of true crime podcasts out mm-hmm. there that are great. So is there a yes. specific one? Uh, I've been listening to a lot of CBC ones. Mm. Yeah. They're really good. Amazing. Okay. Well, thank you guys so much for your time today. Thank you. Thank I you appreciate you being us. our second <laughs> official <laughs> guests on the podcast. <laughs> 
um, you're incredible and we appreciate all the work you do for the community. So thank you. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening. You can connect with us on Instagram at Leading Inspired Learning Pod or on our website at strivewo.ca slash podcast. I would love to have you tell a friend or colleague about this podcast. Thanks again for listening. Please join us next time.